it looks like a tantrum. You're like, mm-mm, mm-mm, yeah, so you're I won't petulant. have any. No, no. <laughs> yes. Can't make me, you know. <laughs> <laughs> this is Winging It. The somewhat whimsical, certainly worrying, decidedly wonky, seldom weighty, endlessly well-intentioned, and wildly witty show about music where one knows what's coming and the other doesn't. Now, this particular show happens in between both proper to ensure you can spend anywhere from 15 to 180 minutes with us every week. So, it sounds like a sentence, but it's not actually spending time with us every week is Oh, I thought you meant that thing. wasn't a sentence you were reading. I was no, say. it's an actual sentence. It's a, it's a run-on sentence. It is a run-on. Well, <laughs> the way I read it is a run-on. Everything is, isn't it? But the show will not be a run-on sentence because I didn't do it. <laughs> For fuck's sake. <laughs> so, all right. So this time could be fun and silly, but we may or may not agree. And you and I may disagree, which is always a fan favorite. But we're going to talk about some of the most annoying songs of all time. Oh, yeah. I know mine won't be on the list. I know that already. Hmm. So I got to say, so far you sound fine. Punk and was saying, oh, I have a bad throat. I have a scratchy throat. I sound like, you know, uh, Smokey, like Lauren Bacall or like uh, Miley Cyrus in a more extreme case. But uh, so far you sound fine. But I just to to keep pace so we don't sound disproportionate, I did a double dose of bath salts. So Uh, I'll be as hoarse as she will. So Please don't beat my face. That would be weird. Just don't get any closer. Okay, fair enough. I, I totally get it. All right, so the Black Eyed Peas, pretty oh. much anything, but I got a feeling Oh, that tonight's going to be a good night. Tonight's going to be a good, good night. So remember when they were a hip-hop group? They started out that way, but then they got to be something a little different, mm. something I didn't recognize, something a little poppy something a little silly right i mean and then we went to my humps you know we had like all kinds of stuff that's where i gotta draw the line at my humps yeah you like i got a feeling though uh i i used to i did it at first and now in in recent times when i hear it the only thing that bugs me is the auto-tune vocal of course yeah but uh it's actually it's it's catchy and it's kind of a good time song and i I thought for sure it was going to be my humps. That is an abomination. In fact, I think I talked at length about that on this show. Or was you it did. Butterflies? I don't know. It was some no, it was both. Terrible, terrible. Thing. Well, yeah, but you're saying it was a good time song. Yeah, they're they're actually telling you what you just said. Yeah. I got a feeling tonight's going to be a good night. So, yeah, it's a good time song because they told you it's a good time song. Right, but it doesn't bring misery. You know? no, do, well. <laughs> Not to does, me. You know? <laughs> doesn't it, though? Doesn't it? So, we already disagree. Yeah. I think I got a feeling is fucking annoying. I really do. And- the second I hear it, I just change it. You don't rate it above Lady Lumps, though, do you? Uh, no, I rate I rate it above We Built the City. Oh shit! I I, I, <laughs> I would rather hear nothing. This my hump, nothing on is nothing is below my humps. You know, <laughs> they're her lovely Lady Lumps. <laughs> I mean, seriously. <laughs> so that's the first one. So what about this next one? I know this is really going to hurt a lot of people out there, and I'm sorry. But if I hear fucking let it go, one more time, let it go, let it go, blah, 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 from Frozen, I'm going to slip uh, my wrists. I, yeah, I don't want to have my uh, citizenship taken away or anything, but I've never seen Frozen. 
And I don't know the Just songs well. even. Yeah. Oh my God! Thank God you. That's why you're still sane. Yeah. That's why must you're be, you know. able. I see the frozen people, and I'm thinking like, don't be like them. Don't be like them. Frozen song. So everyone's heard it about a billion times already. That's true. And it was from 2014. It's 2023. Let's let it the fuck go. I'm done with this song. I was done the year it came out, but it's it's still here. Is it like one of those everybody does it as an audition song kind of thing? <laughs> or it covers is. it. And every kid loves it, and every kid loves Frozen, and every kid's seen every every iteration of Frozen, not only the movie, but the Frozen on Ice, and the characters yeah. come to your birthday party, and... It's just endless. I'm so over it. That is one of the most annoying songs of all time. Now, it's got a nice little meaning, right? Let some it of those, go. Some of those Disney things uh, have yeah. uh, fairly passable melodies. You know, so it's all right. I just never, ever, ever want to hear it again. All right, so look, I wasn't going to own that pain on my own, so I made him listen to it, and just like every other fucker who listens to this song for the first time he has so much fucking praise yeah i'm yeah the first time you hear it you're enthused about it but and first of all, folks if you ever question her dedication she just sat through that song again that she said she never wanted to hear just for the you show. the folks for the, the folks. show um and i was one to and of course the first time i liked it but it's so conspicuously a show tune a you know a soundtrack tune that it's it would be weird i love show tunes but it's like you don't, you know, you don't sit in the, jump in the car. Hey, you fit on the roof tomorrow. Hey, I listen to Phantom. You don't just listen to show tunes all the time. I don't. But there's a time, and it doesn't have to be when you're watching it or anything like that. But it's just like it's not your everyday fare. And I can't imagine, even hearing it the first time, how irritating and grating it would be if you heard it like for the fiftieth time. Uh, about 150 times. Yeah, no. Because when you're around kids, that's yeah, what they want to hear. I can see it. Uh, familiarity breeds contempt with some songs, and I think this would be one of them. This yeah. is definitely one. Although of them. I really dug it the first time. <clears throat> so the next song is truly a masterpiece as far as annoying songs go. But again, all annoying songs started as songs we liked for some reason, one reason or another. This one is a dance song, meaning that there's a dance to it. Oh, and, no. And it yeah. is the Macarena. Oh, it has its Los own dance. Del Rio, yes. Uh. We're not sure what's worse, the song or the dance, Macarena by Latin, Latin? Wow. By Latin pop duo, Los Del Rio. Well, in 1996, it was all the rage. Wherever I went, karaoke, they stopped karaoke, played the song. Everyone got up and did the little dance. It's kind of mm -hmm. like the electric slide in 1996. Um, it was a pain in the ass it was on the billboard charts for 60 weeks oh that means i never stopped hearing it nope, it was nope. crazy so it's about a girl who cheats on her boyfriend with two friends while he's being drafted into the army nice so it's really nice and uh before we go on i will demonstrate the dance for you and we'll come back and you'll see how lame it is all right so now you've seen the dance just to refresh your memory hey macarena devotion okay not only did she listen to the annoying uh, Frozen song, Ugh. but she also did the Macarena. I've seen it done, but I couldn't remember exactly. But now it's like it's almost simple. I think even you know, I could retain it. Yeah, it's that simple. And the song, like first time you hear it, eh, it's kind of catchy. It's kind of cool. Would become nails on a blackboard within four or five listens. I think absolutely. So I, I I take exception to the statement before she said that all the annoying songs are ones that we start out liking. There are ones that I hate from <laughs> in, from second one. All but right, so that's far. Fair. These are all what she said. I mean, That's they start true. out great. I don't want to hear them 15 times, 20 times a week. You know. So this one is one that I think you may be like, okay, I hated that from the get-go. I've always hated it. I still hate it. Hated it. 
I actually, <laughs> I, that was well played. I actually liked the song. I can't believe I did, but it was Mambo Number no. Five by Lou Bega. A little bit of Erica in my life. A little bit of Erica. By oh, my oh, I've heard that one. A little bit of Tina's will I see. Little, bit, I can't. I, I yeah, can't. I remember that one, and uh, I heard it just enough times, so just like maybe once. You know. Yeah, <laughs> that's really good. But this was just the worst. But it's uh, the original Mambo Number no. Five was composed as an instrumental by a Cuban musician, and I'm not going to try to say his name from 1949. Fifty years later, Lou Bega sampled the original and wrote lyrics. Which are basically just the names of a bunch of women. It's kind of to me like banana, fana, fofana. Yeah, yeah. It just felt like kind of a, the same thing. But uh, it was a hit in Europe and then eventually came to the States and just was all over the place. And the most annoying song ever. It is pretty It is pretty obnoxious. I do remember that thinking, okay, that's, that's cute. Yeah, it's cute. But, um, the first time. The first time, yeah. And a, a word to the wise from artists. Okay, don't have a name that some radio person 50 years down the road is not going to want to pronounce. Yeah, Damaso Perez Prado. Oh, okay. That's not. Oh, oh that's not bad. Tommaso yeah. Perez Prado? No, okay. Damaso. Oh, it's not Tommaso. No, Damaso. Oh, okay, now you're asking for it. <laughs> I mean... Damaso. Okay, for every Arnold Schwarzenegger who refused <laughs> to change his name, there are a thousand others who can't be pronounced. Damasco yeah. Perez Prado. Ah. All right, so... I think you're right here. You're going to just, you're about to go off. Are okay. you ready to go off? I'm hoping this is the, that, that sting, that, that impact of it's, recognition. It's going to happen. So yeah. just take a deep breath, everybody. I'm braced, you know. Moves like Jagger. I'm, I'm Maroon 5. I'm clenched. Oh, oh. Moves like Jagger. This is, I, I, I always want to say who didn't, couldn't anyone intervene and tell them this is a bad idea, but it wasn't a bad idea because it was a hit. It was a hit. It's crap, and it's a hit. It's the most ir- It's the most irritating thing I've ever heard from the first instant. The song is hellishly irritating, but then it it's Maroon 5, and they <laughs> suck. They, they prostitute the considerable talents they have on the lowest common denominator crap because they know that... Uh, I don't want to ca- characterize people who like that song, but... Uh, Calm it down. <laughs> Calm it down. But uh, the people would like it. Yeah. Well, the thing that I think is the best part of the song is the part that Christina Aguilera sings on. I mean, she's just incredible. Oh, is she on it? Yes. That's worth listening to because she's on it. So, But she can't save the song, yeah. but she's on it, so that's the good part about it. I but... don't think I ever made it far enough into the song to hear her part. Funny thing is that Christina Aguilera actually performed with Jagger. Uh, they she played on stage with the Rolling Stones and did their song "Live with Me." And it's funny at one point Mick picks her up and it doesn't look like she was expecting it and she <laughs> shrieks. You know, it's really <laughs> funny. But um, she does a great job with that. But uh, I didn't know she was on that song. Yeah, so it's from 2011, and it neither moves nor sounds like Jagger. And obviously, Adam Levine, though fine as fuck, is no Jagger. Um, and uh, so anyway, very very sad little song, and I've heard it three times and that was more than enough and it was always by accident yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know so I'm not gonna be searching that one, yeah right? i'm not gonna be searching so we agree that that's also yeah. completely annoying you from the get-go me the first time i was pretty much annoyed with it wow all right so let's see what's next i mean what could be worse than that yeah we're really up in the big leagues now let's keep it going let's keep the heat going all right i don't know that you're gonna agree with this mm-hmm. so are you ready to just well, be yeah. pissed off it, it's it's probably starship but go ahead you know you're gonna be pissed off yeah. though Peaceful, easy feeling 
by the Eagles. Really? Yeah, there's nothing peaceful or easy about the feeling that you get when you hear peaceful, easy feeling, especially if you're the dude in one of the most famous scenes in 1998 cult classic film, The Big Lebowski, where he's having a very rough evening. When the 1972 Eagles song comes on his cab's radio, he demands that the driver change the station, but instead is promptly kicked out of the car, leaving him standing on the ground. Because he's already standing on the ground. Right. Huh? I mean... Uh, and, and what does he do? Go sleep in the desert that night with a billion <laughs> stars all around? I, You know what? The funny thing is I've seen that movie. I, I, I hate the Coen brothers, but you you, you or somebody finally talked it me into seeing me. that movie, and I loved it. And it's part of my collection, but I must have only seen it once. I remember uh, Flea being hysterical in it, the Nihilists, and, and John it Goodman. Again. It's brilliant. But I, I and the rug and, and everything, I just don't remember that scene. So i got to watch that again soon. Yeah, it's... And and I I'm sorry I wouldn't the cabbie you don't have to change the Eagles for me okay the thing is this is this is one of those I like the Eagles I can't say love but I like the Eagles what I don't like is the country shit and this is right on the fence and the fence songs drive me fucking bonkers just as much as the country shit I'm so like, down lo- for lion the eyes is not your jam then it's, yeah. I heard it when I was like eight, so it works for me still because I heard it when I was eight. It's definitely borderline country, no it, question about so it. It's so totally borderline country, yeah. and that's where I have to draw some serious fucking lines. You know, it, it's a good thing you brought this up at times. I was just about to mention that I liked uh, the way your sparkling earrings lay against your skin so brown just now, but that, I won't bother with that then. <laughs> you shouldn't. You know what? I'm going to be offensive. Call me just uh, in time. You know? I'm going to be offended. I'm not going to have a peaceful, easy feeling about that. No. no. That, that, that's the kind of thing that gives you a very uneasy feeling when someone says shit like that absolutely it gets really weird so the eagles well you disagree with that i tend to think it's pretty fucking annoying from the get-go let's see what's next well this one is one that sucks major ass applicable and not applicable ass it's just uh it's one of the most hated bands in the world and it's nickelback's photograph Ah. i I remember, I remember when this song came out in 2005, and I heard it, and I was like, why? Yeah. Why? Nickelback? What a stupid name for a band. As I always say, Nickelback, <clears throat> That's it's like a Jeopardy thing, Nickelback. What I would want if I spent five cents on one of their records, you know? True. True <laughs> that. So, here's the thing. So, this is MSN.com. That's what we got this amazing list of the most annoying songs from. So they say, we're hard-pressed to think of a band that apparently has more fans who won't publicly admit their fans in Nickelback. That is true, because people buy their albums, they just don't talk about it. Yeah. Uh, so this poor Canadian rock band has just so much hate. So much hate. So photograph um, as the worst of the bunch, but there's, you know, it's autobiographical lyrics, uh, and the music video were really bad. Again, sometimes videos can be the thing that catapult you or the thing that takes you down. Yeah, the music videos can be a real torpedo. There's no question about Seriously. it. Seriously. So anyway, Chad Kroger holding up the photograph with the Photoshop of their choice. Um, that's what the Internet did with a meme. So, I mean, he became a meme, yeah. and it's it's kind of stuck. Something you have to consider when you're making a music video. Yeah. It's like that one with Drake where he's like looking the one way, you know, and then there's... <laughs> Oh That's a God. meme for everything for now. For everything. Yeah. So, yeah, this song from the get-go was always lame. And it came on the radio so many times when I'm sitting in the car or sitting somewhere. I mean, it didn't matter. Mall, yeah. wherever in the hell you're sitting in 2005. You could not escape this fucking song. And I never got it. I still don't get it. What about you? 
I um I believe I know this one, and I remember the same reaction to it. I'm thinking I don't like anything by them that I've ever heard, and but I don't understand the guilty pleasure thing too. If I actually liked somebody that everybody, I'd say I'd say it. I don't do guilty pleasures. Yeah. If I like Nickelback, I would say so. So, and obviously they got the sales, so somebody must. You know, Absolutely. they're not buying their own records. You know, <laughs> so, but uh, yeah. I the kind of thing that makes me happy in the tar. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Well, it's the same thing with me, like with U2. People hate U2. I don't give a shit. They're my favorite band. Bring it. Come for me. I don't, I, see, I, I don't see me, them being a favorite band, but I definitely like them. Come you know? for me, bro. Yeah. They're my favorite. Well, you know, you changed, don't know enough of their catalog. Changed my mind. And yeah. you weren't uh, raised right. I'm sorry. Yeah. It's not my fault. So, Photograph, we agree. Super annoying. What's up next? Blah. All right. So, this one you're definitely not going to agree with, but I am 100,000% in that this is an annoying fucking song. I hear it. Rock and roll all night. By Kiss. I'm sorry. There's just just madness in the world. The the world's going mad. No. Here's the best thing. It says, and I didn't say this. They took the words right out of my mouth. They are are reading the notes on my heart. Kiss is not only overrated rock band, they're downright terrible. Don't agree with this hot take? Let's use their 1975 signature song, Rock and Roll All Night, as Exhibit A. The formulaic and repetitive chorus is one of many, (laughs) is one of the laziest and worst in rock history. How many times does Paul Stanley keep on shouting it? Eight times? Fifteen times? Fifty times? <laughs> we'll never know because we'll never get to the end of this song to find out. It sucks ass, and it's so annoying, as is everything in the Kiss catalog with maybe one or two exceptions. Okay, and take it over to Superfan David. So it's like Lamb Chops, the song that uh, doesn't end. You know, Sherry yes. Lewis, uh, Lamb Chops Playhouse. Pretty much. Song that doesn't end. I mean... You uh, well, I I I like this song. It's actually a two part. It's a it's a collaboration. Uh, the verses were Simmons and the chorus that you hate so much was Stanley, and uh, Simmons pretty song. much sings the whole thing. I hate the whole but, song. Um, I'm not discriminating. It's, it's so banal. It is. I mean, you know, you sh- show us everything you got. You keep on dancing, and the room gets hot. But son of a bitch, I do. I love it. I love this song. I don't know why. Yeah, I don't know either. Yeah. And uh, MSN thinks it's annoying, just right. like I do. So, yeah, I knew you were going to be on Team Kiss on that one. Afraid Uh, so. (laughs) I am on Team Miss. It's a miss for me. So let's take a look at the next one. All right, well, this one makes me sad. Finally. Okay, yeah, good. Smooth by Santana featuring Rob Thomas. Oh, yes, one of those, uh, the guy from another, an endless series of bands with stupid names, you know. (laughs) Matchbox 20. 20. Yeah, Smooth, I got to say. Why um, am I so... That's like a Veruca Salt. How do you fucking know Matchbox 20? Uh, I don't, I don't do know. How do you know that? Mostly, I know Matchbox 20 uh, because of this song, because I had that album, the you know, Santana album. Oh, it's and a Rob great Thomas. album. It, it's a great album. It's a great song. I love this song. I love those uh, those tasty Santana leads, of course. You yes. Know? Uh, so that makes me kind of sad to see that on there, too. Admittedly, I can. it might take a little bit of uh, adapting to the treatment they give uh Thomas's voice on this one, but I think it's a, it's a hot song. I really do. I love I, it. I love yeah. this song. I liked it from the first second I heard it. It's got that whole, like, obviously the Latin guitars, all that kind of stuff. And obviously, 1999, right? This happened, and it was kind of, it took the world by storm, this album. It oh, really yeah. did. Yes, it did. And this was one of the most popular. I mean, the lyrics are nonsensical. It's completely bizarre. I do, I do like Matchbox 20. I don't like I don't like Rob Thomas's delivery in Matchbox 20, but I like his delivery in this song. Yeah. It's very weird because it's the same guy, but he's very stylized in Matchbox 20. 
and he's not as stylized here. It's kind of like he's just singing, and it's it's lovely. But, I mean, some of the lyrics like Spanish Harlem Mona Lisa, what the fuck does that mean? I don't even know. <laughs> I'm still trying to figure it out. I, it's, oh, it's a hot urban day, and there we are in you know Spanish Harlem in New York. And uh, There's a Mona Lisa Some uh, beautiful girl, but she looks so smooth. She's so cool. <laughs> Everything else is melanin. She's so cool. It's one of those you know instant uh, rapturous uh, attention, infatuation things. I, I kind of dig that about it. And um, it makes more sense than a lot of song lyrics do to me. Well, that's true. But here's the thing. I mean, you're very you're you're given to influence because the opening line is "Man, it's a hot one." Yeah. So yeah, that's why you think it's yeah. hot, and it's like everything's hot. Like he's, seven inches from the midday sun. Yeah, I mean, he's, he's like, describing a hot street it's scene. Fucking yeah. hot, yeah. and you know, he's he he's describing a scene and setting the scene, and you know, using all this imagery. But again, I get that some people find it annoying. I find it just charming. Oh, it's. it's I mean, well, it's a Santana class. I mean, the percussion, oh. the whole thing, and that, and you know, again with those leads of his. I mean, it's just it is tasty, super tasty, and uh, I got no fault with this one whatsoever. So since I like it, since you like it, we're gonna call this one a mm, not not quite hitting the mark of annoying. Right. So this next song, I fucking hate. I annoys the shit out of me from the get go. Never liked this song, and I think we've actually talked about this before. And you like this song. Bachman Turner Overdrive, taking care of business. Seriously, what is the world coming to when that's considered an irritating song? I can't. So um, the author of this particular uh, little... Um, Diddy. Diddy, not really. Actually, this little article. Um, oh, the that, article, sorry. Yeah, yeah, said that every day for five years straight, the high school PA system played taking care of business by BTO right before the final morning bell to encourage students to get to class and get to work. So, yeah, that would leave a mental scar, but I have a mental scar just because this song sucks. I was going to say, I mean, that's a very particular set of uh, traumatic experiences there. But uh, ordinarily, a normal person, it seems like they would just like the song okay. Yeah, no, I don't. I'm pretty normal. Yeah, it's annoying. Um, I like the opening little riff, and then the song starts, and I'm kind of out. So, yeah, I think that's annoying. I don't understand why it was such a big deal. I guess it's catchy, but otherwise it doesn't do a thing for me. So that poor author, he's just like, he's pained by it forever. There's PTSD, but I just want to let them know that BTO needs to G.O. I'm out. So, sorry. Yeah, well, I'm a, I'm a sort of an apologist for BTO. I'm always the one saying that people do not understand how good a group this is because they hear stuff like, you ain't seen nothing yet and taking care of business, which is good, agreeable pop, you know, no, rock. it's not. But it's a much better group than that. But even these songs, it's like rock and roll all night. Even these songs aren't bad. There are overplayed songs that I can't endure, but that I never really cared for, but I love this song. Yeah. I'm, yeah. A, I'm a fan of BTO. What can I say? I know. It's adorable. Randy Bachman, I'll remind you who wrote the song, also wrote Undone, so he's a legend, you know. Okay. She's come undone. You know the Guess Who song? Yeah, but that's not on the list. Yeah. Yeah. But that, right. that absolves him of writing annoying stuff like this. No, it doesn't. Not at all. <laughs> no. no. If he did, but it, this isn't it. It doesn't cancel yeah. the other out. <laughs> I tried. Yeah, no, you really did. That was a valiant effort. All right, let's see the next one. Are you ready? Uh, okay. All right, so in my opinion and the opinion of the offer, you can lump this in with Kiss. Thunderstruck, ACDC. Ah, <laughs> uh, uh, thunder. Uh, I, I just, I mean... Mind-numbingly stupid. I just... Stupid. That's a struck. <laughs> I don't really dig this one much. I do like some ACDC uh, quite a bit, and some it's just okay. This is one of the okay ones. He was doing that on every song because he learned this new th- trick and everything, but, I mean, he's a good guitar player. 
But, um, I mean, he is. It's but fine. Uh, uh, I don't get this. He's like the greatest guitar player in the world. That's, no, no. To me, that doesn't make any sense at all. But no. he's good. They're a good band. Some people, it's like, they're the greatest rock band ever. No, uh, no. they're not. <laughs> no, no, no. As I always say, anybody who likes ACDC has no business making fun of Kiss, you know. <laughs> but... <laughs> Well, this but particular- this there are ACDC songs I will rave about that I'm totally enthused about. This really isn't one of them. It's not bad. I don't turn it off though. I would. I'll, yeah. I'll jam to it if it comes on. Yeah, no, I'll just jam into another car trying to get it off. Ah. All right. Anyway, so sorry I brought that up. All right, let's move <laughs> right along. Ah. Okay, I'll keep doing that until you find it. Great. <laughs> I can't wait. Okay, here's one of those that is. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> Fucking A. That is really annoying, but I still like it. I don't want to. But in 2000, Baja Men released Who Let the Dogs Out? Who, 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 who? I fucking love it. Still today. Yeah. I will rock. It's just, it's, it's hilarious. Yeah. It's catchy. I mean, for years I was like, who? And they go, let the dogs out. Ah, we all laughed <laughs> any opportunity we could get. The word who existed to be followed by let the dogs out. <laughs> That's you know? exactly right. And then somebody goes, who? 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 Oh, gross. I mean, it happened for years. But anyway, I mean, it's annoying. I don't want to lie to you, but I love it. I do love it. I don't want to. But this, the lyrics specifically call out and criticize men who can't call women. So... Well, that's nice, you know. It's not enough to make anybody want to hear this again and again. But when it comes on, I listen to about a quarter to a half, and then I turn it off. Yeah, I, I haven't heard it that many. This was during sort of a particularly uh, dense tar period. <laughs> so I didn't hear a lot of radio stuff, but of course I've heard that one, and, you know, like Macarena and stuff like that. Of course. But Who Let the Dogs Out is, uh, it's one of those things, it's like you said, I mean, there's Good fat, there's good cholesterol, there's good annoying. And I think that's where that comes in. <laughs> yes, I like that. It is good annoying. That's a very good way to put it. Good like, annoying. Like rock and roll all night. You know? <laughs> no, not the same. I like that you try, you keep trying to bring that back. But So we went from Baja Men to what are the most annoying songs to us? We built this city. One of the most annoying songs ever written, ever, ever in the history of the world. It's cheesy, it's stupid, it's lame, it makes no sense. Grace, like herself, her head is still buried in the sand from this song. Really? It is the worst possible song. So that's one of my most annoying. Um, what about you? Do you have one you want to throw out? I have a few. I, I love uh, We Built the City. We know. Um, we don't get for it. For some reason, I absolutely seethe. I mean, my muscles cramp. I have like contortions and all kinds of uh, gastrointestinal distress oh, no. when I hear... Uh, Sublime Santeria. I oh, that's fucking right. hate that song. Uh, that's the first one that comes to mind. Um, there's probably another one, but you take it. Well, Every, and it's like you can't go to a damn rock show anywhere without hearing that song over the PA at some at some point, and I can't stand it. I love that song. Um, anyway, um, Closing Time by Fastball. <laughs> Closing Time. Is it? No, is it? It's not Fastball. It, no, is it, it's, it's a semi-sonic. I, I forget who it is. I, I just know uh, Weird Al Yankovic put it as part of one of his medleys, uh, polka medleys, and it, it, it works as a polka song. Hate it, hate it, hate it. I tried to like it. I know it's clever, even though it's not about actual closing time. I just, I can't get behind it. I don't get it. I want it to stop. Well, I, I as I understand, well, I got to know it through his medley, and it's like, it's polka, it's real fast, it's a, it's a real dance thing, it's kind of spazzy, and I love it. And then I heard it, and it's kind of dirge-like and slow, isn't it? 
It's closing just closing time. Isn't it kind of yeah, draggy? It's disgusting. Yeah. His is like it's closing time. One more cup of alcohol. I'll finish our whiskey or beer. It's really like a, a, a yeah, out of control are thing. Yeah, both going to suck. And uh, I didn't hate it though. Not really. Um, mm. Can't hear much stuff like that. It has to be. It has to be balanced. I can't listen to a bunch of you know funereal, uh, draggy, depressing shit without hearing something else. But uh, that song actually is okay with me. Mm. Well, that's neato for you. I'm glad. Then you go listen to it. I'm going to run screaming. Any more for you? Well, the aforementioned my humps, of course. Uh, absolute, it's just an abomination. I'm trying to think of others, but um, um, I'll probably inject them into a show we'll record like six months down the road when I when I think of it. But for now, I don't think that's I don't I can't think of any of the others. It's just I have one more. Oh, good, good. Papa, don't preach. I fucking hate that song. Really? Yeah, yeah. That's that's, that's pretty that's, bad. I yeah. never, I never. It's so annoying from the very the opening. D- the whole thing from beginning to end, the premise, everything is stupid. I get what she was trying to do. I cannot abide by that song. I just can't. So you've made up your mind. I have. I have. <laughs> You're ditching Absolutely. this song. Yeah. So those are just some. I have so many songs that annoy the crap out of me, but those are just some of them. But yeah, I mean, we won't belabor the point because, you know, I probably already did. But yeah, what are the songs that you find most annoying? Were they on the list? Are there other songs you would add to the list? Do you disagree with us? You can let us know at bofonair at gmail.com. We like controversy, so bring it on. And uh, We are controversy. We Yeah, that's true. We yeah. are. I like that you said funereal. That's just that's the best because <laughs> it actually isn't, but to you it probably would be because it is a little dirgy. It is a little slow. It is a little... La la la, you know. Well, I mean, that's and that's a recollection of it. It's like one of those uh, "Those Were the Days" kind of songs, na, you know. Na, 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 yeah. na, 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 na. And it's kind of once upon a time there was a tavern. <laughs> I mean, you know, yeah, it's kind one of, of those kind of songs. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, something uh, some depressing Bruce Springsteen kind of thing. Yeah. <laughs> and you know, how I feel about him. Yeah, love him. All right. Well, I guess since I've exhausted this topic and probably a number of others during this short stint. That only leaves for you to say, you're like, and then you look at me like, fuck. Night of the li- Welcome to Night of the Living Dead Air. That's that's what it would be if we didn't edit it out. Okay, now I've got it. It's Let's Fly This Coop. This has been Winging It, a presentation of Birds of a Feather, on What the Flock Radio.